Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russett. I was in the gym this morning, as I am every morning, because I do the same thing every day the same way. Uh, and I looked around, and I was just, you know, and I've had this thought a couple of times now, how few people were sweating. People that had been at the gym longer than me. They were, when I was walking past the treadmills in the locker room, they were lifting. And when I was halfway through my lift, they were lifting. Not a drop of sweat. And there's this whole new school of thought. You know, I saw this trainer post this the other day who's, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, he posted, well, you know, you don't always need to be sweating to have an optimal workout. Here's the thing. This is what we could do. Find somebody with similar body composition, weight, and strength as me, which is going to be really hard because I'm built like a hippo, which if you look at a hippo, you remove that very small layer of subcutaneous fat. It's actually solid muscle. And I'm, I'm really I'm ridiculously strong. So it's going to be really hard for you to find somebody. But find somebody, and you can train optimally without sweating for six months. I will train the way that I train where I almost feel like I'm going to puke every single time I work out. And we'll see who at the end of six months looks better and can move more weight. That's simple. Two metrics. And it's going to be me every single time. This whole like not sweating thing. Here's the thing, and this is what I wanted to get into ideally at the core of this message today, is, and I saw this a lot in the life insurance industry as, as well, and I see this many other places. People mistake presence with progress. And, and you know, there's this bullshit saying floating around that says, showing up is half the battle. That's such garbage advice. That's something, if you hear... If, if an average person says it, it's not correct. Just, just if that phrase, which the only people that say that are average people, not showing up is half the battle, isn't it, Rich? <laughs> Let's go ahead and walk around and take up the equipment and not break a sweat. Dude, I'm so sick and tired of hearing that because it's not true. Showing up is maybe 20% of the battle, maybe. Like, you got to be there to get it done. But here's the thing. In the life insurance industry, I saw this a lot in the sales industry where people would just show up and they thought that by being there, they're, they're getting the work. They're going to be successful just because they showed up. It's a lie. Like, it's not the hours that you put in. It's what you put into the hours. I don't want to know how long you were somewhere. I want to know what you did. Like, if you're at the gym, well, I was at the gym for an hour and a half this morning. How? Why, why aren't you sweating? Why aren't you exhausted? Why aren't you a little pale and nauseous? Well, I was training optimally. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? People will just show up places and, and expect to get far in life because they showed up, because they got this lie in their head, well, I'm already halfway there by showing up. Bullshit. You need to remove that. It's Again, it's not the hours that you put in. It's what you put into the hours. When you show up somewhere, whether it's at the gym, whether it's the office, whether it's your home office, whatever, wherever you're going to get work done, you need to, number one, have a game plan. Number one, there has to be a game plan. What are you going to be doing while you're there, and what is the goal? So number two is having a goal that through the accomplishment of the game plan is attained. 
So what is the goal for the day, and what is the game plan? Maybe come up with the goal first. I like to reverse engineer sometimes. Come up with the goal first, and then the game plan. So you need to have a goal. What is the goal today? Okay, if I'm in the life insurance sales industry, it's to get this many presentations. All right, what's the game plan? How are we going? How many dials do I need to make? What hours am I going to be calling? How many dials within those hours? What am I going to have my break? What am I going to eat my lunch? It should all be scheduled out. So number one is have a goal. I flip-flopped. And number two is have a game plan to facilitate the attainment of that goal. And it should be specifically broke down. There should not be any, I, t I used to tell my people this all the time, there should be no gray area in your schedule. None. should be bang, bang. Like if you look at my schedule that my executive assistant sends over every single morning, there's no free time. There's no, there's no, I have to get work done faster to even eat. Like I'm booked all through lunch. I don't have a lunch schedule. I have to get my work done early, which means I have to work even harder during that allotted time to get an extra 15 minutes to eat lunch. This is how my day is every day. Well, Mike, how did you, you know, part ways with the life insurance industry, turn around and build a million dollar a year recruiting company? This is how. Bro, everybody wants, I remember my mentor Simon saying this, man, everybody wants to eat the spaghetti and meatballs. Nobody wants to cook that shit. Everybody just wants to show up and eat it. So have a goal, have a specific game plan, and then number three is you need to test your limits. Test your limits. Like when I lift, I don't even start counting reps until I can barely move the weight. Like when I'm on the, I was on the bench today. I'm repping 315 on the bench. And I don't even start counting the reps until I get to five or six of 315. There's five. Holy shit. Okay. There's, that's one in my head. Okay. Here comes reps number, number six, but it's really two. Okay. Barely got that up three. Okay. So I really did three reps. I did seven, but I did three in my head. Like I don't start counting the reps until my muscles are about to give out. You shouldn't be counting the reps, quote unquote, in your life with anything until you're, it's the work that you put in post-exhaustion that matters. Because everybody can work up to that point of exhaustion. Most people can. Some people can't work at all. But here's the thing. If you want to be the best, you're not competing with 90% of the population. You're competing with 10%. That 10% of the population can push themselves to exhaustion. But how you separate yourself is push, pushing post-exhaustion. Man, I'm giving you some fire this morning. Let's go. 90% of people won't even get to exhaustion, but that's not who you're competing with. You're competing with 10%. And 10% of those people, okay, will go to exhaustion, but not push past it. So if you want to be a one percenter, you need to learn to push past the exhaustion. You don't start counting reps until you can barely move the weight. You don't start counting the dials until you feel like you're going to throw your phone out the window. You've made so many damn dials. You don't start counting the presentations until you've presented so many times it feels like your tongue's about to fall out of your face. That's how you win. That's how you be the best. That's how I've been able to create business after business after business and opportunities for other people. All this, not to my own horn, I'm just keeping it real. I, could, I know how to push. In fact, I don't 
start to get excited until I'm dead tired. That's when I get excited. You know, I haven't done sprints in a long, long time, and I was doing sprints the other day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you. After sprinting three times when you haven't sprinted in a long time and you weigh 240 pounds, it's a different animal. And I sprinted three times, and I felt like my internal organs were going to come out of my anus. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it three more times. I'm going to do double what I just did because I feel so sick right now. I need to keep pushing. And if you ask my wife, I went, I got, <laughs> got back to the house. I probably laid in bed for an hour, pale, pale and sick. Oh, Mike, what's the point of that? Aren't you really hurting your butt? No, I'm training my mind that when things get difficult, we push even harder. Do you have any of that in you? Is this even resonating with you? You're like, man, that just, that just sounds crazy. If that just sounds crazy to you, and you're not like, yeah, you know what? This is the, this is what I need to start doing. You're never going to win. You will always get your ass beat by somebody like me. Always. You know, because here's the other thing about me. I train for efficient. I like to be efficient, too. I can get more work done in the gym in 45 minutes than you can in two hours. Easily. Because when you train like this, you become more efficient. When you work like this, you become more efficient. So there's this efficiency versus hard work, bullshit camp, back and forth. People go back. I do both. How about be highly efficient, and while you're being efficient, work so hard, it would blow other people's minds. That's how you start to compound results. You want to win? This is how you got to play. All right, that's all I got. Let's get it today. Peace.